Do you think there is a passion, Josh Helmer, for the survival of the Big 12 within the ref radio audience? No. I don't either. I thought I think that- there's a passion for the destruction of the Big 12 within the ref radio audience. <laughs> I'm just I'm a little bit surprised by kind of the lack of engagement buzz around it. Yeah, I mean, l- last night a very confusing way to report a story. At least from if you dig into it, if you just if you're a headline reader, you're like, oh, the pack, the Big Twelve said, get out of here, Pac Twelve, you get out of here, you take your trashy teams back over, you get, we're the Big Twelve. But if you read it, you you're take like, your liberal West Coast scum and right. go on back. Yeah, yeah, you take it, you leftists. Yeah, get <laughs> out of here, snowflakes. Yeah, put your mask on. But if you read into the story, it literally. It's it's not what is being laid out in the media, and that's what's hilarious about this to me, to me. But like you've said all along, who's telling? You know, who's giving this information? Well, you hear of the one much different. Like, okay, you're doing the show with Jeff coming up this weekend, right? Jeff Schwartz. So he's going to tell a much different story that basically the Pac-12 told the Big 12 to get lost. Right. I guarantee it. Right. I guarantee it. It's it's kind of where it's coming from. But it's it doesn't matter because the toothpaste is out of the tube, right? That report is there that says the Big 12 said no to the Pac-12 in merging. And then the people that point this out are treated <laughs> – I, I was going to make a political analogy, but – I, I think I'll pause on any political talk right there. But the people that point it out are like, oh, you, I guess you think the Big 12. Just got, I mean, national championships, the Big 12 won. I don't have a West Coast voice, an elitist West Coast voice. But it's just it's funny how you're trying to support a conference and say, listen, they're, they're in a little bit better spot than what people are giving them credit for, and then they're beat down. And the Pac-12 people that try to point out, well, you know, actually, well, actually, guy, then they get beat down. I just, I don't see that same fervor amongst the uh, the Plank Show audience here today. No. Hour number two. Okay, so. Go ahead. The three options that, and we don't have to talk about this all morning, but I do want to ask you a little bit more about this. Okay? okay. So the three options that were reportedly on the table for the Big 12 in Pac-12 Scheduling agreement, right. right, of some sort. Full-on merger. And what right. was the third? Um, hold on here. I have it. Uh, the three options. In okay. Zoom, in Zoom calls. Hold on. Hold on. Pulling rights, schedule concept, or fully combined. Pulling okay. rights, meaning that they'd come together kind of in that loose relationship speculation like the ACC and the uh, Pac-12 have been talked about. Okay. Well – I don't understand why a scheduling alignment can't net both more money. Why Why cannot not – and to me it's so simple. It's all sports. Right. Basketball, you play four non-conference games versus the Pac-12, right? So it's not just you play one Pac-12 school and it's the Pac-12 Big 12 Challenge. No, you make it not a conference championship, but you make it a nice, healthy – Healthy heaping of your non-conference portion of your schedule. Softball, baseball, you play multiple series against Pac-12 schools. Football, you play two non-conference games versus Pac-12 schools, and you rotate it throughout. I mean, to me, why can't that make everybody more money? How could the TV networks come back and say, ah, that more inventory is good inventory, True. and more inventory is more money, so I don't see why you would need – 
the full-on merger. I think both can exist separately, and yet there is a scheduling alignment that can be put on the table to make everybody more money. I, sure. I don't get why the reports are coming back, well, nobody's going to make more money doing that. I mean, to me, yeah, you would make more money doing that if it's structured the right way. Yeah, I agree. And I I think that there's just so much unknown, Josh, because – well, the Pac-12 is the first team that gets an opportunity to to find out, right? They're they're at the according to you know whichever report you're buying, they're the first ones that get a chance to find out. And what they're finding out, what is their worth? What are you worth now? And when they're going to the table with an ESPN, I don't think Fox is in the Pac-10 game anymore. Why would they be? Fox got USC and UCLA to the Big Ten, so they're pretty happy with the way that that's worked out. So I don't think they'd be in the business of giving a lifeline to the Big Ten. And I think it's it's clear. they So they own those four windows now because you have the best of West Coast, right, at least the market L.A., but also in that, Fox doesn't do a lot of primetime football games, you know? And when we're in October, it's usually like they kind of tap out to baseball and put the World Series on. But, you know, Fox Sports won. So, in other words, there's not this pressing need for Fox to maintain its relationship with the Pac-12. But who's to say that ESPN doesn't look at it and say, huh, you know, maybe, maybe for us there is some value here. Or NBC. Or NBC, for that matter. Who has the Notre Dame relationship, and what we're seeing reported, okay, we'll see about the $75 million figure. I don't... That, that's yeah. going to blow me away if they get that. I don't, I don't think they're getting that. They might be approaching it like they want that, but... But, okay, so let's say NBC does ink some sort of agreement that keeps Notre Dame happy, Notre Dame remains independent, but yes, uh, NBC wants to expand its college football portfolio... Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that would make sense to add some sort of West Coast influence to it. Well, or add both the Big 12 and the Pac-12 into it, right? Because then you kind of hit all time zones there. Yeah. I mean, that would be a natural progression. Well, and and let's remember one other thing. There are three entities plus that are very – the best way to put this they're very in on their digital product espn with espn plus nbc with peacock i mean hell they bought the wwe network and put it on peacock and cbs with paramount plus fox hasn't yet shown now do they do they have fox now and can you watch family guy anytime you want yes but they haven't really shown this want to take things and just make them digital only now, you still have Fox Sports 2, which is – I don't even know the last time I watched Fox Sports 2. Do you? No. And and in that, they've got the Big I, Ten Network. I've so. forgotten about Fox yeah, Sports But they've got too. the Big Ten Network where they put on a digital network. Um, so then in those three, right, Paramount Plus, ESPN Plus, and – what did I just leave? Um, Paramount Plus, ESPN Peacock. Plus. Peacock. Peacock, thank you. Then you have, okay, well, what, what would Apple TV Plus – what would that look like if they decided they wanted to get in the game? Amazon – Amazon Prime that might say, huh, we are, we've got you here because people are buying everything on Amazon now, but what if Amazon Prime also had it where 
you know, in the middle of a, you've got the biggest college football game, or at least you're you're involved in one of the bigger college football games. They're they are not shy to spend to have so many options on their National Football League games. I mean, I've never seen anyone hire more people to cover an NFL one game a week broadcast than Amazon has hired. I mean, I've lost track of how many people they've hired to just cover a game. Maybe Amazon Prime looks at it and says, we're we're not interested in college because we're going all in on the NFL. Sure. I don't know. Netflix is always interesting. Hulu is always interesting. Wouldn't mind seeing Tubi get, on, get in on it. God, that'd be great. Could you imagine Tubi? You get done watching Beer League, and then you can watch like a – Tubi would be more – and I love Tubi, by the way. It's just – it's the best of trash TV. Tubi would be like – the uh, Tubi would air like whack games. Does whack even still exist? Does the Western Athletic Conference still exist? <laughs> well, and I was gonna say Tubi would air like Iowa State TCU from two weeks ago. Did you, it wouldn't be live. It would be a replay. And did you see? By the way, speaking of, there'd you still be commercials. You mentioned Iowa State real quick before we get to the Air Comfort Solutions text, which are good. You guys got going. Thank you. Thank you. Um, do you see how mad people got it? Dennis Dodd, whenever in his article he said he was talking about the uh, Big 12 wanting to be hip and happening, and he said, yeah, what's really hip about an Iowa State-Cincinnati game? Oh, gosh, like Iowa State fans were just all up in arms. What do you mean? I mean, I come on. I mean, listen, stop. I, I've spent way too much time in Ames. I, we, we, got, we all understand what he's saying, okay? It's not necessarily moving the needle of cool. Whenever it's Iowa State, Cincinnati. Yeah, it's not Alabama, right. Florida. I mean, We're here. We're happening. But I was just cracking up from that. Cincinnati Baylor? Nah, maybe. Cincinnati, Oklahoma State? I Is that cool for you? Here's the thing, though. And, and I think I just saw uh, who's Red, is it Red Dirt Sports that uh, always tells us to never tweet? He brought up a really good point that we've been talking about most of the morning that I don't think we can hammer home enough. Every, and I'm in the, the full belief, full belief, that the Big 12 is in a good position. They really are. They really are, right? They went, even though Houston and UCF and Cincinnati and BYU, you knew I was going to forget one of them. The Brigham Young kid. The BYU kid. You knew that they weren't good enough for him a couple years ago, but... Desperate times call for desperate measures. Grovel them on in. Bring them all in. It, it fits pretty well. It's a nice conference, right? It's a nice conference. Um, not, not necessarily a superpower, but it's a really good conference. Yeah, it is. But they're one phone call from the SEC or the Big Ten away from maybe being in peril again. Yeah, from crumbling. Or the ACC, I mean. I mean, yeah, and, and if, let's say hypothetically, I've been a, a staunch believer. I don't know why I'm yelling this. A staunch believer that the ACC won't get raided because you're going to fight in court to get out of that grant of rights, and ESPN might be fine to say, hey, stay here, we're good. But we've learned ESPN can't manipulate things as easily as they thought, i.e. trying to build up the ACC as opposed to the Big 12, whenever that whole mess went down. And Bob Bowles, we sent out the cease and desist. So, I don't know. I just I, I love how powerful the Big 12 appears to be right now. But there's also those kind of nervous moments where you're like, ugh, we're one phone call away from this thing getting dicey again. I don't know if that phone call's coming, though. I think the Big 12's in a good spot from this standpoint. They get to go second 
in the media rights negotiations. You could make the argument that it's better that the Pac-12s, okay, boom, here they go first. I don't know that that's great news for them. Right. That they're going to be the first to to get this type of deal. The the Big 12 gets, you know, maybe one year to kind of catch its breath, see what the Pac-12 is getting out there, compare that obviously to what the rest of the ACC's deal looks like. We might have a Big 10 media deal announced very very swiftly. And the Big 12 kind of gets to watch the dust settle on a couple of those pieces and then go to market. Right, I, I think that can be advantageous for the Big Twelve. Somebody is calling me on Skype right now. Did you hear that? I was serious. I'm like, what's going on here? I looked down and someone was calling me on Skype. Who was it? Um, Jennifer Badeau. Pretty sure it's a bot. Does Skype have bots? Probably. What if we just would have answered it on the air? It's like, hey, what's up? I didn't even know my Skype was on. <laughs> how do I close this thing? And how did it ever turn on? <laughs> Uh, I mean, I, I think my personal favorite thing in the world of uh, spamming and f- phishing is whenever the response is just hi. Yeah, because that's that's what you do is you just send hi whenever you try to randomly call. How that do I you don't this? know. Right. I've never seen this person before in my life, but suddenly they're they're reaching out to me on Skype, which I can't even find on my computer right now. And they say, hey. What's uh what's going on? It's like nothing. I have no idea how this is even on. Yeah, I don't know how to help you fix that. But we can I bet you Hold on. If we she can calls solve again, it. let's bring her. Oh look, I guess I'm on here. She's called me four times. What's up with this? Could be an emergency. Uh it could be an emergency from a person that I've never heard of before. All right, close all windows. There we go. I think we're good. If Jennifer tries to call me again, uh let's make sure we, we just shut that and down. And if she calls on the uh Riverwind jackpot line, just punch it right <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, punch it right up, straight to the front of the line. All right, let me get a couple of these Air Comfort Solutions texts. Here's one from the 580 before we break and we'll get more. If um, the Big 12 should be thankful that OU and Texas decided to bolt when they did, as they have seemingly stabilized when there are questions about the Pac-12 and the ACC. Oh, for sure. I mean, if if that had between OU and Texas, if that had dragged out and it was under wraps for, I don't know, the better part of a year, which I don't listen, it was going to come out because Oklahoma was going to have in Texas were going to have to let the Big Twelve know within a certain date and deadline that hey we're not extending the grant of rights, then we'd be in a much different world right but now. But can you imagine though if that was this summer or? I don't know, middle of next football season. Oh, Big or Twelve something? would be hosed, or right after next football season. Yeah, it uh, it would not have been good. Yeah, I mean, Pac twelve would they have added BYU? Probably BYU and somebody maybe. I mean, who knows what that looks like? You, have you noticed that in all of this, there has been no reports about the Pac ten being additive at all? Yeah, not really. I mean, there hasn't been. Anything and and that who's to say that I, I know immediately when you bring him up it's shot down but a San Diego State or a UNLV or listen Boise State has been in conference limbo for the better part of twenty years and they've always had a good football team but you're telling me none of these programs can help stabilize things at that conference Nevada it's just it's again I know I'm reaching a little bit Utah State but still it just UNLV would be – It'd be pretty cool. Well, I just think – look, if Rutgers can make the Big Ten more money, how the hell can't UNLV make the Pac-12 more money? (laughs) 
That's exactly. all I'm saying. Exactly. Um, one more quick one here. If the Big 12 didn't even get representation in the alliance, how could they hope to ever team up now from the outside of that watertight blood bond that was formed? <laughs> It's funny, whenever the Big 12 wasn't part of the alliance, we kind of looked at it and said, huh. Oh, man, they're really in trouble. That's unfortunate to only realize that the, there might not be anything that was more foolish and ridiculous than the alliance in sports. All right, listen. Little did we know that Kevin Warren was, in fact, Darth Vader. He was. He was pulling the strings for me. Hi, he's Palpatine. Yeah, you're right. He's it for Palpatine. My uh, bad. Listen, we got a break. We got a break quick, and I want to get more of these Air Comfort Solutions texts because when we come back, Josh – we're in a football mindset right now. A lot of rookies reporting. I think eight more teams have players reporting in the National Football League. Raiders had their rookies report. A lot of teams reporting by the end of the week. And then again, we're counting down to the start of the college football season. But Diamond Sports became an interesting conversation on Twitter.com last night. Did it? Yeah, yeah. We'll get into it next right here on the Home of Sooner Fans. All right, welcome back into the Plank Show. Ooh, hold on here. I've got all my liners right in front of my face. Hour two brought to you by Allison Insurance, 405-745-2968. Tonight, I got a busy writing night tonight. I'm uh, dropping a new blog on the Saturday experience, the ladies' clinic to share over at uh, Buzz Tulsa and 947theref.com. Nice. So be looking for that. And, and here on kref.com. Uh, what else? I had something else that was going on tonight. Oh, uh, when we're done, I'm, I'm leaving a little bit early today, kind of. Because we're going over for Sooners helping Sooners. And it's uh, Coach uh, Pettibone has been very much involved in this. And uh, it's kind of their, I, I want to say, fundraiser, celebration, lunch. And Patty Gasso is speaking at the luncheon today. Interesting because, by the way, you guys are cracking me up. Off the, I, I mentioned how we randomly got a Skype call on my laptop in the middle of the yes, show. Yes, we did. Uh, Big Bad Wolf writes, if someone in your family is in trouble or hurt, it'll be a stranger that'll be calling to let you know. Yeah, I don't think they'll be Skyping me, Big Bad Wolf. Uh, Burly Boomer writes, look, Plank, I tried to sneak into your Skype as Jennifer thinking you'd answer. <laughs> and Jesse, she might be related to Neon Boudreaux. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that's uh, necessarily the case either but i do appreciate it neon boudreau by the way Shaq's character in the movie blue chips for those that unfamiliar unfamiliar but anyway i am um i am hanging out with coach gasso for a little bit today and it makes this this question something that i'm i'm sure will come up chris interesting to knowing your thoughts about chances of still losing current softball players to the transfer portal and do you think core and nugent We'll get playing time with the addition of four great new additions from the portal. You want to talk a little softball here real quick? Let's. So I noticed the uh, I noticed the nation was in a state of unrest last night, the Sooner Softball Nation, because I guess in the in the mindset of a sport that's growing and a sport that's gaining popularity, it's also getting covered with a little bit more of kind of the hot taking nature, which is fine, which is, I guess, the next step in the evolution. But, uh, and again, I I can't comment too much on it because I haven't listened to podcasts. You said Joey was listening to to Eric and the, was it the In the Circles podcast? Yeah, In, in the Circle podcast. Did I call it the In the Circles? Yeah, there's multiple circles out on the field and you just do a podcast in them. But if I can sum up what I had 
heard from Twitter.com surmised there were comp- comparisons made to the four players that joined the Sooners and kind of saying they're, they're ring chasing Kevin Durant, LeBron style, focused on NIL being a reason why they would make these moves. Let me, let me just say this. NIL is one of the most fascinating things we've ever been challenged with covering. It's amazing because half of it is bull. Um, sorry, half of it is BS. It really, truly is. I mean, it's fascinating. It's intriguing, but half of it is BS. So, what's our new rule? Whenever you hear a number reported, probably divided by I don't know. About 75% to get the real number of what's really out there. The Jordan Addison rule, just divide it by Addison. Yeah, yeah, divided by that. But it's not NIL that's getting people to Oklahoma. It's Patty Gasso. And I don't know why that's so hard to understand. Whoa, just, it's unfair. Yeah, it is. And when you win back-to-back championships and you've won – four in the last six years and you're building a brand new facility and you've got the best hitting and pitching coach in the country. Yeah, it's, it's tough. It's tough to overcome it. And I'm sure if I was a fan of another team, I'd be pretty bent. But to me, when you say things like, well, it's just about in in softball, right? It's just about NIL or that it's, it's Kevin Durant esque. What an unfair shot at these young women who are making this decision. What an unfair shot at Alex Duraco, who has grinded away for four years, five years, at Michigan to get this opportunity. What an unfair shot to Alina Torres and Sidney Sanders, who coach, who their coach left. Their coach left. And they could have gone anywhere in the country. Anywhere in the country. Yeah. And they didn't. And I'm sorry, the, the A&M girl's name escaped Haley me. Lee. Haley Lee. Haley Lee. Her coach left. She could have gone anywhere in the country. She chose Oklahoma. So I understand being upset because I used to think, I'll never forget Mitch Mustaine transferring. We're really going back now. I love this story. And I'm like, what the hell is he doing? He's going to be the starting quarterback. And everyone, and I remember the fight. I remember the fight that I had with Pop on the air. And I'm like, this makes no sense to me. He's going to be the starting quarterback next year. What is he doing? Why is he transferring to USC? It's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. And what was the response? Like, you never know what anyone's going through. And people, you can't curtail happiness from people. We had to deal with it here, right? With Caleb Williams and Mario Williams. Don't know what makes guys happy. Now, obviously, in this world, it's whatever makes Carl Williams happy, apparently. But I can't question a guy when they come, they say they want to transfer. Or a gal. Especially when their coach moved on. So, to me... This has been much ado about nothing. And it shows you, Josh Elmer, the passion that people have for softball, that it is uh, July 19th, and I really appreciate the calendar still being in studio. And because of the movement, we're fighting about, well, what was the intentions behind it? Why don't you ask him? It's like that great Kramer line whenever he was the – um, whenever he they'd call. Why the don't movie you just phone. tell me which movie? Why don't you'd you just tell see? me what movie? <laughs> right. <laughs> well, thank you if- for calling movie phone. I mean, softball student athletes. I mean, it's not like it's not like NFL players. You can reach out pretty easily and ask them. And if you want to take a shot at someone, 
and question why they're doing things. The sport is no longer one that hides in, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, non-coverage. This is no longer a sport that's on B9 in the transactions page of your newspaper or whatever it is. This is top fold S right now. It really truly is. And if you decide you want to question people's motivations, welcome to sports. But to say that it's it's NIL is uh, without a doubt one of the dumbest things I've ever heard in my life. Alex Storacco did a good bit of winning at Michigan. It's not like Alex Storacco comes to the University of Oklahoma and she and the rest of her teammates were some big group of losers. So in talking with her on the podcast, you know, uh, several weeks, a month ago, whenever it was, I kind of asked that question. Is this decision to come to Oklahoma, I mean, is this the opportunity to win? And she kind of pushed back against that. It wasn't just, hey, I'm coming to Oklahoma to win a national championship. It really was the complete package of Oklahoma, right? It was the fit with the coaching staff, the fit with the teammates, the the vibe in Norman. So to sit there and only drill it down to these transfers are coming to sure. Oklahoma because of a name, image, and likeness deal, or, hey, these these four transfers, you might as well call them Kevin Durant. Right. It, uh, just, I, and, again, I haven't heard it. So, again, that's my guy. Eric Lopez is my guy, and I we've love We've had him on the show a bunch. He's, he's in my boy, but – if, if your whole idea is that the only reason they're coming here is NIL, then that's just incorrect. That's just not right. And to be honest with you, I mean, most of these NIL deal, these young women have gone out, they've got them themselves. You know, Jocelyn Alla went out and grinded herself. She got the car deal herself. I mean, there's not a collective on the softball side right now. Jada Coleman got it herself. I mean, they've worked with these deals with the T-shirts. And these aren't cheap T-shirts. $30 T-shirts. Trust me, I bought a couple of them. But, it's it, again, there's not this infrastructure right now where they're – it's just they're coming here because of NIL. They're coming here because of – and, again, like you said, there's there's reasons. Everyone wants to go for their own reason. And I'm sure I'd be hot if I was with another school. But if you're just saying, gosh, they're ring chasing, they want to win a championship – but I would imagine anywhere they go, they would want to win a championship. So I just think it's it's okay to pause and chill a little bit. And, you know, yes, they're the NWO. They're the bad guys, I, which is wild to me how some a program that's maybe more based in faith and doing the right thing than any other program in the country can become the bad guys. But when you win, that's what happens. Well, so. if you're going to go after these four transfers, are you going to go after Erickson and Kirsten Deal? <laughs> are, are they the same? Are they just ring chasers because they're – how, you know, committed and signed with the University of Oklahoma. How dare you go to Oklahoma? How OU's got you? this advantage over everybody now. And, hey, I felt the same way about Alabama football in the past. Sure. Why do you just want to go join them? Why don't you want to go somewhere else and beat those guys? Well, when you're at the top of the mountain, people want to come climb the top of the mountain sure. with you. And that's the way it is. The name, image, and likeness portion of this conversation, by the way, Oklahoma shouldn't apologize for that. Yeah. If that's part of the equation, sure, that's a big deal. Then if OU's better in that department in terms of putting these women in situations to where they can profit off their name, image, or likeness, hey, I'm sorry. 
It's time to catch up if you're everybody else in the sport. If you're UCLA or you're Alabama or you're Florida, then get better. Get better. How, how dare we, the royal we, complain about the lack of opportunities in NIL for female student athletes and then get mad when we perceive that NIL is a part of something. Right. That's the whole thing. I mean, we should celebrate. If Oklahoma is attracting transfers to this program because part of the package for them in the decision is, hey, I've got an opportunity to really enhance my brand and make some money, that's not a reason to be upset. That's no. a reason to celebrate the sport of softball in Norman, it's Oklahoma. It's growing. And, it, and, and I would say it's still not where it needs to be. <laughs> it still has a lot of work. Yeah, there's going to be more opportunities for female student-athletes, specifically softball players at Oklahoma. Why? Because it's popular. I, and listen, let me tell you something, guys and gals. Um, what's the best way to keep – I have see, well, I know a lot of stuff I'm just not going to tell you about it right now. Just, Pat, I, Pat, know, Pat. I know. I know I'm just not going to tell you about it right now. But let me tell you something. There's even more excitement coming. Um, not on the let me pause. Oh, who's transferring in now? Not not in the portal. But there's more excitement coming for softball in general in this state. In this city. There's more coming. It's to a level that I can't even truly grasp and fathom right now. It's there's some big deals that are coming up. So we should celebrate this, man. I get it. It sucks for people that aren't OU fans. And guess what? They're going to be, not to steal anyone's name on the Twitter, Air Comfort Solutions text line, the big bad wolf. The big bad wolf. That's right. They're gonna, and that's fine. That's understandable. But that's what happens when you win. Now, yeah. to, to the question on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. Um, yeah, I think that's going to be a great balance, a big challenge for Patty Gasso. Right? How can she keep Hannah Core? Q Lilio, um, how can she keep Sophia Nugent happy? How do you? That's a challenge, right? And you know, it's it's interesting. I go back a lot. I think about 2016 was my very first year doing softball. Have I brought that up before? Did you know that? I think I bring it up every day. And that team featured two seniors who had scratched and clawed and battled and fought for their opportunity in Katie Self and Aaron Miller. Now there were two of of many, but. You know, Aaron and Katie had played a lot during their junior and, and sophomore year, but they were all players during the freshman season that had to bide their time and work their way up the ladder. That's how college sports had been, right? But with the portal, you know, I just I'm looking at because uh, Pierce is scrolling through the 24/7 rankings. You telling me a Missouri softball wouldn't love to have a Q Lilio or an LSU or a Nebraska or a Michigan State or whomever? You bet they would. Yeah. Or a Hannah Core for that matter, or UCLA or wherever. Yeah. So you, you make these moves, but you make these moves and you do have to keep your young players happy. Yeah. Which, by the way, I would say the best thing to help the Sooners in that, we don't need a lot of run rule wins. Well, and listen, the door cracks open question. for some of these other programs to kind of pick off the University of Oklahoma, too. It's no guarantee that these transfers that Oklahoma's added are just going to work out and everything's going <laughs> to you know, you know, turn into a national championship. Now, it's easy on paper to be like, oh, look at this. They've added this, this, and that. Okay, well, they've, they've got to get coached up, and they've got to be cohesive. I mean, it's not like you're just like, all right, give Oklahoma the trophy. They're going to have to go play and win it. Speaking of the big battle, Wolf, he writes, why can't USC have a softball team so that we can whoop their tails? 
<laughs> Still one of the weirdest things in all of college softball that USC in in prime hotbed territory doesn't have a softball team. I'm sorry, Pierce. We got to take a break. Uh, sorry, I, and again, like I said, I haven't listened to Pod yet. I saw your guys' reaction to it. Eric's my guy. Uh, love him and and their crew to death. They cover softball unlike anyone else does, and this is part of that progression as fans. It's going to become dicey whenever. You know, you are a little bit more mainstream, and you are going to be subject to criticism. So it sucks, but it's part of the process. It's just I want to make sure that every single piece comes from an area of of being informed. It's Plank Show right here on The Ref. At the core of it, Josh, as we welcome you back into The Plank Show, I had a sleep in, a, I had a sleep in my office last night. Yeah. By the way, uh, for those of you who worked with me in Tulsa back in the day, much different reason I slept in my office now than maybe 10, 15 years ago. Gosh, that would be like 20 years ago. But um, our AC is out, and they're coming out to replace a whole unit today. So um, the whole the only place where we have an AC, we have a window unit in, in my office slash garage. So the whole family, so my wife, my daughter stayed with, my 13-year-old stayed with a friend. So my wife... My eight-year-old, myself, and then all three of our dogs. And I snore, so that sucks for all three of them. But ah, t- tough sled. That's right. Sorry, guys. I'm resting. I got to work today. But it's that's true. It's, I, I need you sharp for this show. That's right. And, but it was it's it's funny because it's like something that I dig. Right. I dig campouts. I dig you know being around my family in random places. I dig all kinds of stuff like that. Yeah. Like I. For me, my, my wife is laughing as we're going out. She goes, this is like your dream come true. I'm like, oh, yeah. And my eight-year-old's all into it. She's bringing snacks out. Meanwhile, it's 94 degrees in our house. But it's about good. You know, it's not cool. It's not like it is here. But it's good 72 out there. You know, 71. Refrigerator's still working. Fridge out there. Got all the cold libations we need. So it was a good time, man. Um, terrible sleep. Terrible sleep, but a good time. That's all that matters. So. Remind me at some point before we get out of here to tell you about the Netflix show that uh, we were consuming last night. You, can we talk about it on the air? Or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. What is it? We're not doing anything here. I've got. I don't think I'm gotta... supposed to say this word out loud, according to the television show. Are, are you? Uh, but it's the title of the show, so I'm going to say it out okay. loud. Are you? A paranormal guy? Yes. So you, you buy into the whole, yes. like, they're walking around with the Absolutely. instruments. Oh, oh we're oh, getting wait. some Hold feedback on. here. And- Do you know, we need to call Pop on this. You know, Jer- Jeremy's big. in the. I Have you seen Jer- Skinwalker Ranch? Yes. Have you watched it? No, but I've seen the previews for it. I haven't seen it. Okay. Is so it good? We watched my girlfriend and I the first episode last night. And? I dude, I just can't do it. I feel like you and I could go create that show tomorrow. You know, it's funny. All we have to do, we, we get... We get set up in the little boardroom out here, right? right? And we have Casey and Brian and you and me mm-hmm. and Perry. We get the cameras set up, and we all look around at each other, act real serious. Yeah, this behind behind the station here, the been reports, it's pretty haunted. Then we get those fake equipment. We go walking around. Oh, wow, the reader's going off. Have you seen the South Park episode where they make fun of the TV show? Go, <laughs> no, is it okay. great? Go, go find that. And then watch your your Skinwalkers show. God, I just can't do it, man. It's I- it's really funny. It's hilarious, man. It's one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. 
is whenever they're like, oh gosh, oh my gosh, you hear that, you see that? And like they're they're wetting themselves while they're doing it. They're acting just all surprised by Are you a believer in the paranormal? Sorry, I, no, I want to get not at all. No, okay. My mom eats up uh ghost adventures. Right. Yeah, she loves that one. Always watching it when I come home and I don't watch it with her. Here here's the thing. I I'm a believer in the paranormal Sure. I'm not a believer in paranormal television series. Absolutely. I think I've had some I think what I've come to realize, because I told my wife, <laughs> I told, <laughs> I, I don't know if I want to admit to this on there. Steve Steve Marshall came in earlier and started to say something, and he's like, oh, I don't know if I want to say that. And then kind of walked away. I'm like, can't do that, right? Yeah. I can't do that, Steve Marshall. Um, but I, I had a vision. <laughs> we were having a lot of problems whenever we first moved into the house, when we first moved into our, our home and homestead in Goldsby. Uh, we had a lot of issues, and I had a vision that the previous homeowner, who had died in our house, right? <laughs> that is a bad starting point. Right, right. Who had died in our house, um, told me that I wasn't feeding the turkeys enough, and that once I started <laughs> leaving out food for the turkey, all my problems would be alleviated, and everything would be good. Do you have a turkey out there? We have a wild turkey issue. Where they're just all over my house. Oh, you've got just tons of turkeys running. Usually around. we had. It's a little hot for them right now. They're kind of hiding in the shade. And yeah, back it's in not the, in season. Back in the woods. But so I realized that I didn't see a ghost, right? It's not like, uh, gosh, what was the previous owner's name? It's not like he came to me. I had a vivid dream. I just had a wild dream. I don't know if it was the melatonin that was kicking. I don't know what it was, but it was a dream. And I think, I honestly believe, and I'm a paranormal guy. I watch all the stupid shows. But I honestly believe that 99.9% of it is like a vivid dream that someone had to where how many times have you had a dream where you're up and you're walking around and you're getting ready for work and all of a sudden you wake up you're like, oh, I'm not ready for work. So it's just I think that's what happens 99% of the time. In these ghost sightings. You, you like got like to watch this show. I don't want to really? spoil everything for you. But the first episode, like, <laughs> they go through this thing, and I don't want to spoil why. See, well, I got to look this up now. Hold on. I, I don't want to spoil why they want to dig, but they're they're thinking about, oh, we got to dig through the property and see what's going on here. And the one, <laughs> the security guard's like, no, 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 I can't sign off on letting you dig through the property. It's so over the top, man. Skinwalker. Is this like real too? Like, like they're not trying to make it like a bit. Like it's not like a made up thing that they're doing. No, like, it's supposed to be real. The secret of Skinwalker Ranch. Is that what it is? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's on Netflix. For decades, a Utah ranch has been a hot spot of strange, unexplained phenomena. A new owner brings in investigators to unlock the property's mysteries. Okay. All right. Yeah, I can see these guys right now. They're going to wear me out. <laughs> you got to watch, though. Just tell okay. me what you think. It's okay. Like, if you're all in on it, hey, difference of opinion, no big deal. Is this also one of those situations where your girl's all in on it, so you kind of have to be all in on it right now? Oh, no? she – every two minutes. You know, because I, I was obnoxious to begin with. Like, ugh, <sighs> do we really have to watch this? And right, right. Five minutes go by, and she's like, so what do you think? What do you think? Oh, dude, I'm like that, though. I'm terrible like that. I'm I'm a I'm so like that. And every five minutes, you know, I'm making a snarky comment. Right, right, right. Oh, well, that's great. Are, are you, now? Are you supportive or are you not supportive? Oh no, I'm very unsupportive. 
Are you kidding me? Yeah, that equipment's really, really going off. There's some radioactivity going on around here. There's microwaves. Yeah, there's got to be some sort of paranormal activity. Did you guys see that? You guys see that? <laughs> They're by a power line. It's like, oh, that's why. So, yeah. I. So, anyway, my, my take on paranormal is that it's very much like my vivid dream that the previous homeowner came and told me to feed the turkeys. Which, by the way, I fed the turkeys. Problem stopped. Okay. Now, again, my air conditioning just went out, so I don't know how long he had promised that we wouldn't have any more problems. But you've got me now in. I've got to watch this tonight because the, the TV shows are so goofy, right? It's And people are getting rich off of it. I, I mean, know. loaded I'm off convinced of it. the the main businessman is, like, going, going broke or something, and so he started this TV show. Plathville? Is that what Kindle's at? Do we watch? No, I don't watch. I don't have any TV shows I watch. I'll happen to catch a feature every now and then, right? Or a documentary every now and then. When you have free time, watch a couple of episodes and let me know what you think. <laughs> All right, listen, uh, we'll get caught up in the Air Comfort Solutions text line. Hit the top five stories of the day brought to you by Newcastle Casino next.